1 Kings 18, verse 41. And Elijah said to Ahab, go get something to eat and drink, for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming. We covered this last week. Those that are not privy, Elijah is a very well-known prophet in Scripture. An iconic prophet would be the best way of describing him. He is so iconic that even in the New Testament, in the time of Jesus, Elijah shows up on the Mount of Transfiguration. Elijah was a boss. He really was. He was so committed to prayer. He would pray and things would happen. One day he prayed, God, I don't want it to rain anymore. And it stopped raining. A drought came. Then one day he prayed and said, Lord, send your fire. Fire came down. In front of his enemies, by the way, fire came down. His enemies saw God answer his prayer. What if I tell you that the enemies of your destiny will see God answer your prayers? And then he prayed and then the rain. So this man was famous for his prayer, his prophetic activism, his audacious faith. Here it is. And verse 42, Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed up to the top of Mount Carmel and bowed down to God. You were here last week. Remember this. Y'all remember this? When God takes us high, we do what? I can't hear you. When God takes us high, we bow. When God takes us high, we bow. Because this is the year and the decade that we will reach heights that we have never reached before. God is taking me higher. God is taking you higher. I dare you to put your hand on your chest. And say, in the name of Jesus, not for my glory, but for Christ to be glorified through me. For Jesus to be known through me. I'm going higher than ever before. Nothing can keep me down. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can stand in my way. As for me and my house, we will go higher than ever before. We're going higher. And when you get there, we bow because humility is the preservative of God's favor. And then, then, then here comes the part, today's part. Today's episode, here it is. And he said to his servant, go and look out towards the sea. The servant went and looked and returned to Elijah and said, I don't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go and look. Seven times. Somebody say seven times. Finally, the seventh time, his servant told him, well, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Then Elijah shouted, hurry to Ahab and tell him, climb into your chariot and go back home. If you don't hurry, the rain will stop you. And as soon the sky was black with clouds, a heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm. And the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. So, the subject matter is Watch God, Watch Me, Watch Us Change the World. The title is 2020 Vision Requires Correcting Your Trust Lens. Correcting Your Trust Lens. Let me explain. Go and look out towards the sea. 2020 Vision Requires Discernible Delegation. The first thing you notice here is that Elijah himself did not go out looking for the cloud. He delegated. There are things in life on your things to-do list as it pertains to outcome. If you want to live a John 10, 10 life, an abundant life, you're going to learn to do certain things, four things with what you've laid out as it pertains to outcome. There are things you have to do with your things to-do list. Simply speak. Number one, you either do it or you delegate it. You delay it because you're not ready yet. Or you delete it. Because it's no longer part of the new you. And what he kept, he looked at his servant and said, Keep on looking. Now, here comes. We're just going to be really abbreviated today, but you're going to get this. He told his servant to keep on looking. 
There are three things you can never give up on this year or this decade. Never give up on God. Never give up on the effectiveness of your prayer. And never give up on the people that God has brought to your life. On those three elements, what does this mean? Here it goes. Let me just preach this. He tells his servant, go. So his servant went seven times. One, I, I, don't, I don't see anything. Oh, yeah, keep, go up again. Okay. Here's Elijah. Servant comes back. I, I don't see it. Go up again. Go, go up again. Elijah, I don't see anything. It's the fourth time. Go up again. Um, go up again. Imagine number five. A couple things here could have happened. One, Elijah could have easily have said, dude, maybe the problem is with you. But he never gave up on the person God brought into his life. Watch this. You're going to get this in a second. So Elijah prayed. His servant climbed. I am, hmm, I am convinced that we've all been through a journey where God removed critics from our lives and replaced them with climbers. Let me explain. You need to surround yourself with people that won't stop looking for what God has promised you. You've been surrounded by people that betrayed you in the past, that were with you for a season and then somehow turned their backs on you, people that fell short, people that violated your trust, people that made... No, you may have been surrounded by that in the past. I am prophetically declaring that this decade, you're not going to be surrounded by people that will be jealous of your breakthrough, envious of your blessing, hinder your destiny. I'm prophetically declaring, get ready, because God's going to surround you with people that won't stop looking for what God has promised you. Are you getting this right now? The servant never whined. The servant never said, maybe you're off. You told me to climb, but I'm not seeing anything. He just kept on climbing, kept on climbing, kept on climbing. No, he, Elijah prayed and then he climbed. I am believing this life's journey is not for you to do this in solitary confinement. You've got to surround yourself with climbers in your life. While you pray, people climb. Now, I don't know if you're getting this. While you're praying, people are climbing. Oh, man. And he climbed and he climbed and he climbed and he never gave up. While he prayed, the other one was looking. He prayed and the other one was looking. Then he finally came back. Seventh time. Seven is a time, the number of completion. He finally came back and said, I see a small cloud. I see a small cloud. I see a small cloud. I see a small. What size was it? What size was it? Zachariah said, do not despise small beginnings. I'm here to tell you that right now, that vision you have or that thing you have in your hands, the physical manifestation may be small. But I'm here to tell you, nine years, 11 months from now, whatever is small right now will be ginormous in the name of Jesus. How many believe that God's about to blow up what God has placed in your hands? It may look small right now, but that vision's gonna be amazing. That outcome's gonna be amazing. That breakthrough is gonna be amazing. So do not despise small beginnings. 2020 vision requires discerning delegation. It requires us not despising small beginnings. But watch, here's the part. Here's the part that gets to me. So he tells him, he tells him, go, go, go. And, he's, and he goes and he comes back the seventh time. And, and, and the loop principle, you seek, you ask, and you knock. 
and you will find. So he kept on doing it. He, and, and Elijah kept on praying. He kept on praying. He kept on praying. And all of a sudden, he says, I see a small cloud. Here's the part. Here's the heart of the message. Here's what Elijah does. Did Elijah do this? Did Elijah say, you saw what? A small what? A small cloud. Let me see. That never happened. Elijah never saw the cloud. Oh, you missed it. The prophet never saw the cloud. The prophet acted based on what his servant saw. Imagine if God would surround you with the kind of people that you trust 100%. My goodness, that you don't even have to second guess when they tell you I saw it. Imagine if God surrounds you with the kind of people that you say, if you say you saw it, I haven't seen it. But if you say you saw it, I'm going to run trusting what God has given you. He acted based on what his servant saw. And it's not that Elijah was responding to his revelation. No, Elijah received the revelation from God. His servant gave him the confirmation. The people around you cannot give you revelation. They cannot reveal something to you. That only comes through you in prayer, in the name of Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. God will reveal you something through the word of God, the preaching of God, the spirit of God. But the people around you in your life must confirm what God has placed upon you. you God's going to surround you not with critics, but with people that confirm, I see a cloud. You don't even need to see it. You were waiting for it. So all you need to say is, you saw it? I don't need to see it. I'm going to trust you enough. Why? Because I know God removed people from my life that I couldn't trust. God removed people from my life that I couldn't confide in. If you're still around me, it's because I need to depend. How many are ready to be surrounded this year in this decade by people that when they speak into you that God placed them in your life you're going to trust them if, you, if, if you're ready to be surrounded with that kind of person raise your hand so the moment the moment the servant said I see a cloud Elijah tells Ahab you need to run go to your chariot and then Elijah got super strength and he started running alright here we go this is a brief message I'm telling you he did not need to confirm it. He did not confirm. He, he, it was already confirmed. You see it? I, so based on the word, Elijah began to run. He, he did not see the cloud. He ran on a word. Read it. When he ran because of a word, then the rain came down. No. What if God tells you right now, I'm not going to make it rain until you start running. You need to start running, and then I'm going to make it rain. You're ready for the rain to come down in order for, me, for, for you to start running. God is saying, show me you believe me. Show me that you're willing to run with a word. Now, show me that all you have is a word. Some of you are, ready, are waiting to see the cloud. God's not looking for people in church that see the cloud and they get all excited. God's not waiting for people to see the cloud and go, oh, here comes the rain. Oh, that we've been there before. No, then those people are cloud-driven. All they are are cloud-driven people. They're driven by what they see. They're driven by the cloud. They're driven by the atmosphere. God's not looking for cloud-driven people. He's looking for people that even without the cloud, all they have a word, they start running like the rain is already coming. Is there anybody here that knows that the rain is coming? 
if you know that the rain is coming and you don't see the cloud but you know that 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 the rain is coming shout like you know the rain is coming I dare you to touch your neighbor tell him run run like the rain is coming tell him run If he can run, I can run. If he can run, you can run. If he can run, we can run. If he can run, we can run. Run like the rain is coming. Run like the rain is coming. He ran on a word. He ran on a word. He ran on a word. Run on that word. Run on that word. Run. I pray. You climb. And sometimes, Pastor Ava, sometimes. Come here. Come here. Please come up here, my friend. This is what I learned. This is what I learned. I learned that in life, you have to pray, and the person that God has placed next to you has to climb. But don't just think all your life, but then you have to flip roles. I'm, I'm just not the prayer, and she's the climber. I've been in moments of my life where I prayed, and, and her job was to look for the cloud. And I prayed, and she looked for the cloud. There were moments where I just, I, I just... She would tell me, as long as you continue to pray, I'll, I'll continue to climb. Don't stop praying, boy. God said something to us. I'm going to keep on climbing while you keep on praying. And then there came a season where she prayed. And I said, honey, it's your season to pray. It's my season to climb. I'm preaching to seven people right now. You, you, I, I need people here that know how to pray and they know how to climb. I need people in this. We need people in this church. We need people in the body that know how to pray heaven down and know how to climb up that mountain and look for what God has promised them. Are there any prayer people? Are there any climbing people in the house? I dare you to lift up your hands and say, I know how to pray and I know how to climb. Look at your neighbor, tell him, neighbor, you pray, I climb. I pray you climb, but we're about to see it rain. It's about to come down, baby. We're gonna see it rain. 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 I said, we're gonna see it rain. 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 We are gonna see it rain. The rain is coming. So I'm gonna run. I, if you're getting this, raise your hands. This is not your normal, this is fresh revelation. Sometimes I'm being completely some, no, 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 no. You're too beautiful. You stay here with me. Sometimes I've acted. I've, God is my witness. She knows this. I, Brother Jason, there are days I didn't want to run that I ran only because she told me she saw a cloud. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Surround yourself with people. Like that, to me, the story here, we all know the Elijah story, but the Holy Spirit flipped it on me in the past week and said, look at the servant. He, Elijah was surrounded by someone who wouldn't stop looking. Wouldn't stop. Never whined. Just kept on going up. Kept on going up. Surround yourself with climbers, and then you flip the script, you become a climber. For somebody else's prayer. If you got this, raise your hands. Worship team, come up here. You want to watch this? You, you could go sit. You could go back to your seat. But y'all you, you, stay with me. You, are, you know, I, I don't even know what to. I got to show you. I have it on my iPhone. I don't even know how I could do this. Brother Dwayne Holloway. Dwayne, come up here quickly, please. Quickly, Dwayne. Come up here. November 30th, 2017. I was in Ormond Beach, Florida. The pastor's name is Jim Raley at Assembly of God Church. I give you the information here so you can confirm. I preached a message there that's been broadcast on television called Rocky Pillows from the Hard Place to the High Place. I preached it here about three years ago. A ladder and a rock. Jacob's story. November 30th, 2017, I preached in Ormond Beach, Florida at a major conference called Legacy. After I preached, at the end of the sermon, right about 8.45-ish, I finished the sermon. There's a pastor there I've never met before. He was not the lead pastor of the church. He was connected to the lead pastor, a speaker, a preacher. Never met the man before. I look at Pastor Jim Raley and say, God's going to give this I want to give this rock to the person who today will go from the hard place to the high place. Pastor Jim places the rock in the hands of this pastor. I bring the pastor up. I look at him on stage, and it's recorded. And I, the Spirit of God, not Sam, God fills me, tells me to tell him, this very moment, watch the wording, this very moment, your hard place just became your high place. So let me par parenthetically speak, you lay it you. Your high place is born right here, right now. He had, we have the story from first-hand testimony. From the, your high place right here begins right here. Not next week, not next year. Right here, right now. So I placed a rock in his hands. Here it is. You just gave birth to your high place. All right. I find out. I come back this week to the same place. This week, I was there. This guy comes up to me with Pastor Jim Raley. They're smiling. They're going, you don't know, do you? I go, no. They go, and the guy comes in with, with a baby girl. Go, Pastor Sam, I was the guy you prayed for. First of all, he told me, he says, do you remember me? I'm in full disclosure, as a, I get that all the time. So because of my obsession of integrity, I'm going to tell you what I respond. Because some people you do, I go like, hey. <laughs> I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just going, <laughs> hopefully in my head, they'll go like, remember two years ago in you know, Milwaukee? I'll go, hey, because I, I didn't remember. Do you remember me? I go like, <laughs> he goes like, well, let me remind you. So he goes, Pastor Sam, two years ago, you called me, I caught up, you gave me the rock. You told me it was born right there, right? That it was there, right? It was born right there. Well, let me tell you what happened. The day my wife and I, we couldn't have kids for years. We're married. Two, two IVFs, and it didn't work. So the doctor said after two IVFs, don't waste your time. It's not going to happen. 
So we're going like, oh, man. So I was, I'm never going to have kids, any children. So, and by the way, Pastor Sam, you prayed for me. So what I did was I did a faith purchase. Never heard of that before. I walked out of your service the next day. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shoe guy. I, have a, I, have a, I, have, I think I have game, shoe game. So I have a pair of Adidas that I'm obsessed with, he says. So I actually looked for a child's version of that Adidas. But the smallest size they had was children's baby size five. So I purchased size five Adidas for a girl. Because God told me I was gonna have, we would have a girl. So you prayed for me that day. And nothing, I mean, that day you said it was, and then nothing, no, I couldn't see it. Nothing happened. I didn't, nothing happened. Then I saw a picture of, of a little girl in a foster home who was a baby born, abandoned, very precarious circumstance. God told me, that's your gift. That's your gift. And I went, and God, and I said, yeah. So we did the whole paper. My confirmation was, I went over there to the foster home, and I said, God, the first sign. I went to the lady and said, man, this is not ridiculous. Um, the baby, how old is baby, blah, blah, blah. He goes, um, what, 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 what's your shoe size? And she said, size five. She said, he said, that's what I needed. That's my confirmation. So they signed the papers. When they're signing the papers and legally adopting the baby, little baby, precious little baby girl, they're signing papers and they look down and, and they're giving all the legal documents, including the birth certificate. And the birth certificate said that that baby girl was born on the 30th of November of 2017 at 840 something at night. Oh, you missed it. Not an hour later, not a day later, the same minute that we declare that your miracle is born right here, right now. That baby girl was born. I'm here to tell you the word of God never fails. I'm here to tell you it's going to rain. I said it's going to rain on your children and your children's children. This is the year, the decade, your prodigal sons and daughters are coming back home. It's going to rain on your family, on your dream, on your purpose. Stand with me. If you're not standing, stand with me. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. He did not see it in the beginning, but it was born. It's going to rain. What is rain made out of? Condensed, evaporated water molecules that go up in the sky. They accumulate to such a degree. Condensation process, evaporation, go up to a cloud. When it gets to the saturation point, it comes back down. Basically, rain is what comes up. What goes up must come down. Elijah was praying. His prayers went up. Your praise and your worship goes up. Look up here for a second. Look up here. I wish we could do this, but, you know, technology is not there yet. One day we all have the whole AI and we could do this. And, you know, little screens and holograms and all that. And we could. Imagine if we would put a cloud right here. And our, our praises and our worship and our prayers will fill the cloud. Imagine if the cloud is filled up until it gets so saturated that it can no longer contain. That's what rain does. It can't contain anymore, so it lets it go. What if I tell you that this decade, the praise and the worship and the prayers that have gone up from your lips, what if I tell you those clouds have been accumulating and they are about to open up in your favor like you've never seen before? 
If you believe it's about to rain like it's never rained before in your life, raise one hand. If you believe that God is surrounding you with the kind of people that won't stop climbing, people you can trust 100%. If, if you believe that God is surrounding you now with people that while you pray, they climb, and while they pray, you climb. That if they give you a word, you won't even need to ask. Let me see. Are you sure? You won't need to confirm it because they are the confirmation to your revelation. They're seeing with their eyes what God has already shown you in the spirit. And that's sufficient for you. to. If you believe this is that time, he's going to surround you with the right people in order to see his purpose fulfilled in you, with you, and through you. Raise both hands. And if you understand today through the Holy Spirit that you need to run with the word. You don't need to see the cloud to run. You need to hear the word to run. And if you're ready to start running with your purpose, with God's ordained destiny and purpose for your life, if you're ready to run towards righteousness, towards living a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life, if you're ready to turn your back away from sin, that's the book of Acts, it says, when you turn your back away from sin, then God will refresh you. The Greek word is God will send new rain over your life. If you're ready to do that and turn your back from everything that separates you from God through the grace of God and experience, raise both hands a little bit higher. Look up here. It's going to rain, man. It's going to rain on you, your family, your home. That's not hype. I've lived this. You're going to see it rain. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to be saturated. You're going to be drenched. Put the umbrella away, baby. It's going to rain so hard. You're going to get soaked. You'll be drenched. It's going to be amazing. It really is. Father, seal this word in every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Lord, together right now, when we pray together right now, in Jesus' name, you're going to unleash the rain. Nothing can stop your rain. Nothing can stop your rain. Thank you, because we won't stop looking, and we will be surrounded by people that won't stop looking. Thank you, God, for the confirmation regarding the revelation. Thank you that we are running with the word. Thank you for telling us that you're waiting for us to run in order to unleash the rain. Are we willing to run with the word even without seeing the cloud? Lord, the answer is yes. We receive it right now. I, I, we have a message now we're broadcasting. I want to tell every Ahab and every Jezebel and every Baal, there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop the rain from coming our way. Come on, if you come in agreement with me right now, can you give God the kind of praise that lets him know that nothing can stop the rain from coming your way? Is there anybody here willing to run, willing to pray, willing to climb? Here comes the rain. If you got the word, say, here comes the rain. Here comes the rain. I love it.